2: Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Thanksgiving week. Yeah, buddy. All right. Uh, we're making progress on inflation. Let's yeah. Start there. No. no that's why well, really you look confused. What? Well,
3: because I was at the grocery store this weekend. We're not. <laughs> okay, a, we're not.
2: You had a meltdown at the grocery store. I this had weekend. a meltdown
3: at the grocery store for two reasons. Number one, it was packed. Number two, I paid a lot of money for a lot of stuff. <laughs>
2: It was packed and you didn't like the big crowd? 250 bucks worth of groceries. You know what's a good idea? Go to the grocery store on Saturday. I did. (laughs) I'm joking. That's when it's packed. Well, when am I supposed to go?
3: You can go (laughs) on a Saturday morning. Work Monday through Friday. I don't want to get up on a Saturday morning. David, what's wrong with you? Come on.
2: We went to a concert together last week. You could shop at night if you wanted to avoid the crowd. Yeah. I don't like to shop at night. All right. I like fine. that when I get home, I want to
4: stay home. Uh, most of the time. No, All you need to do is just wear a face mask and then just say, six
1: feet, <laughs> six feet.
4: you like, all right, the crazy old guy. We're going to avoid him. I've seen those popping up again.
2: <laughs> okay. But uh, isn't that the story? We're making progress on inflation? Yeah,
4: Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says the American people are just too worried about the cost of things like groceries and rent to notice that Joe Biden's doing a great job on the economy. So it's like a message straight to Robbins. Okay.
5: So I think we're making considerable progress. Americans still see uh, increases in some important prices, including food. And I think it's our job to um, explain to Americans what President Biden has done to improve the economy. I mean
3: what was
4: going on food is actually a pretty important thing and Yeah, like the most important thing Yeah. so you're not seeing it scott oh, hell no it? i didn't see it no <laughs> our job is to just get the message out that uh us and our buddies are doing very very well <laughs>
2: on the backs of you you know for a lot of people once trust is broken It takes a while to gain it back it's still that gained back with her she misread everything if you remember and and and, you know what and credit to her because at least at one point in time she admitted it
5: um look I I think I was wrong then about um, the path that inflation um, would take and
2: Remember this from like a year and a half ago? Yes, I do. At least she admitted it. Yeah. But she also basically said, "I can't do this job because all these other people saw it and I couldn't see it."
5: Um, supply bottlenecks that have affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time didn't fully understand, but we recognize that now.
2: I didn't understand until the shipment of worders didn't come in, and I was
6: disappointed. Mm-hmm.
2: Golly. Yep, they're still on the ship somewhere. Yep. Oh, buddy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Well, let's get to a political expert that's made news,
4: David. Uh, Yeah, well, I I thought this was kind of funny to see this uh, because apparently she is fairly influential among young liberal voters, but it's Cardi B. Heck yeah. And uh, she is very upset about massive budget cuts that are happening in New York City. Oh. Uh, because, well, times are tough and the tax base has moved out of New York City. So it's kind of it's harder to find a place uh, or, or find the money to pay for the things that New Yorkers are used to. And so Cardi B went off on Joe Biden.
2: Oh, roll it. I
7: don't give a f- I'm not endorsing no f*** presidents no more. Because how is that a hundred hundred million dollar budget cut in New York City for, for, um, Schools, library, uh, police safety, and sanitation. Yeah, Joe Biden's talking about, like, yeah, we could fund two wars. We could fund two wars. <laughs> My f- talking about we don't got it, but we got it. Like We're the greatest nation. No, the f- we're not. We're going through some <laughs> right now.
2: Hold on, time out. I got to say, man, I'm wow, going to lean into this a little. <laughs> We've said the same thing before. We, we can't take care of ourselves here, and we got money going everywhere. Right. Yeah. Well, that is true. We're finding common ground now politically yes, with are. Cardi B. Holy smoke.
7: Like, say it. Say it. We really going through our, uh, we, we We really, 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 really are <laughs> right now. And you know here we talking about we, we could fund. Hold two.
2: on a second. You got time for a game? <laughs> How many times did you say really? How many? Whoever is spot on gets it between David yeah. and Scott. You've counted this. I have not. I oh, got to okay. go back right. and count. All right. Going Maybe off go. of memory,
4: I
3: think it's eight. I'm going to go seven. All right. All right,
7: here we go. Uh, we 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 really 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 really, really, really are f- right now. And oh, I think it's the over. People...
4: Yeah, I think it's. I think it was oh, nine. was it like nine? Nine or ten? I, I counted. Oh nine, my... yeah.
7: that that's pretty good. We could fund two wars. That's like a n- trying to front like, yeah, I got the money to support two, b- but you really don't. <laughs> this is f- crazy. And then you know, the world isn't f- shambles.
3: <laughs> yeah, well,
4: Cardi B has spoken. She is. <laughs> yeah, I saw Man. that, and I'm like. I saw a few people talking about it. I'm like, I don't really care what Cardi B has to say, but then it's yeah, she's speaking my language, kind of, or at least she's really, 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 really right in that case.
2: She's not afraid to speak about, you know, world affairs. That's for sure. I think she was neutral when it came to Russia and Ukraine, if memory serves me right.
7: But I'm really not on NATO side. I'm really not in Russian side. Oh yeah. I'm actually in the citizen side because at the end of the day, the world is having a crisis right now.
2: The
4: citizen side. What does that mean? I I if the the innocent people who are being killed.
2: Okay. Yeah. She went on from that.
7: There's inflation not only in America, but everywhere in the world. It's really hard to get um, the economy back up. There is so much shipments.
2: Okay, so she's actually speaking Janet Yellen's language yeah, here. Right. Maybe she could take that gig. Let's see.
7: There is so much shipments and embarkments backed up. <laughs> China's not really messing with us, so a lot of things are behind. A lot of goods are behind, and this sh- just made it way more complicated. So I'm just really annoyed by this, and I really wish that all world leaders right now just really come with a logical conclusion, but whatever. Hmm.
3: Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Vote for me, Cardi B. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. That was was
4: the
2: Biden coming through there, wasn't it? (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, something. I'd give up on that. (laughs) And you could go through all sorts of clips of Cardi B. You know, a few favorites, of course, was during COVID.
8: Coronavirus! (laughs) 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 Coronavirus!
2: She was flipping out about coronavirus, an all time classic. And then how ticked off she was at Jesse Smollett because her words. He ruined Black History Month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because that I was, I was that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really disappointed in <laughs> Jesse
7: Smollett. I feel like he fed up Black History
2: Month. There you go. Yeah, he. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but she, was, she wasn't sure he was lying because of a rumor that she had heard. All I right. remember that part. Uh-huh.
7: Like somebody that I was talking to, they said, like, you know, in Chicago are racist, so they might probably try to frame him and make him look like he's a liar.
2: <laughs> Good stuff. Every cop in Chicago rates it <laughs> That is beautiful. Trying to frame Ready. poor jesse yes. boy do you see the news out of Argentina? Oh yeah yes, Over I the did weekend. yeah.
4: Yeah. I and I I'm not gonna sit here and I I think I can speak for all three of us on this one. Uh none of us experts in politics in Argentina, okay for mm-hmm. sure. But uh, what I do know is that after Javier Malay was elected, all the people that suck in this country seem to be freaking out. So I think they're probably on to something by yep. electing him.
2: Tucker Carlson did a whole special on that on X. This has been a few months back. How far down that country has gone, you know, from yeah. far left leadership. And it was the young people in Argentina that desperately wanted to change. And they're like. Throwing parties all over the place and celebrating. And this guy, he's got the hair. Yeah, this guy's a trip.
4: It's like... Former musician. Yeah, he reminds me of uh, like Robin Williams doing an impression of uh, Edward Scissorhands. Kind of. It's like very (laughs) manic. Yes. (laughs) He's a little disheveled looking, but... Yes, yes. Um and I, I mean the guy's delivery he's very passionate you know he knows how to how to uh, capture a crowd's attention there's one video that's made the rounds and uh, of course it's in Spanish but he's he's got a whiteboard in front of him Yes I've seen he, it and he's got all of the like federal departments listed like the Ministry of Sport and Tourism the Ministry of Gender Equality or whatever the hell Right um and, and gender identity and all this stuff and he's got them... Posted like little post-it notes and he's just listing them off and riffing them down. And
7: gone.
4: The passion, you can hear it, man. afuera, afuera,
7: afuera. Yes,
8: you... afuera. <laughs> <Yes, forever. laughs> gone, gone, die. gone.
2: <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, people on the left are freaking out, man. Yeah. It's something to see. Meanwhile, socialism
3: isn't working out very well in Argentina, is it? It's huh? not. No. It's terrible. Of course it's a bad not. situation.
2: Yeah. Um, and, of course, our president making some news over the weekend, David. Oh, yeah.
4: Well, he wrapped up the big meeting with Asian leaders by talking about the president of Peru, who apparently is going to be hosting the next, uh, what's it called, APEC uh, uh, summit?
2: Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay.
9: Roll it. I know pre- I know, President uh excuse me, I know President Pulitzer uh is uh um, is, shares this commitment. And uh I want uh I want you to know next year when the APEC Summit hosts uh Peru will help drive these economies forward. Probably hang out in Peru. I, the views are gonna be nice too.
2: Happy birthday, Mr. President. Eighty one. Golly.
9: Who uh, says he's too old? President uh excuse me, I know present pool Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy.
10: Oh man.
7: <laughs>
9: <laughs> God, God. Oh man.
2: Well I to get to today. Uh, Oh, a Thanksgiving story we got to get to. And do you see this thing? Teen boys falling for a Snapchat nude photo scam? Oh, man. We'll get to that. And much more coming right up.
12: I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year.
7: I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years.
12: My hair was thinning.
7: I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress.
2: I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair
6: supplement.
7: My hair feels thicker.
6: Stronger. The breakage is less.
7: Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have.
13: Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com.
11: This Thanksgiving at Total Wine & More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice. So many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B-21.
2: All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jeremy Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, being a parent today, you got so many other things to look out for than say even five years ago. It's always something else, and I just happened to see this story out of the Wall Street Journal that teen boys are falling for a Snapchat nude photo scam. Oh man! The here's how it works. Yeah. Scammers posting as teen girls, befriend boys online. Mm share nude photos of a girl, and then ask for nude photos in return. Oh, no. Once the boy reciprocates, the schemer demands money to be sent to a peer-to-peer payment app and threatens to share the boy's photos with all of his social media followers. Basically, we're gonna ruin your life. Send us money. Uh, Wow. So this has been growing as they gave the numbers, three years ago, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children received fewer than 10 reports of this sort of financial extortion. Last year, they received more than 10,000. This year, they've already received 12,500. Wow. We got like a month and a half to go. Um, oh, it's just brutal. Because usually, the way it's been up until now... uh in online sextortion, as they call it, it's been pedophiles blackmailing kids into sending photos or videos. The news scammers are focusing on money. Like, hey dude, you gotta send us the cash. Right. So they surveyed like 6,000 teens, young adults, from not just the United States, but also five other countries. Listen to this, 65% of the respondents said they or their friends have been targeted in schemes like this. That seems like a lot. Yeah, it does. And the majority of those approached were boys. One of the spokespeople from the group said boys are easily lured because they respond to sexual photos more readily than girls do. Oh, yeah, of course. As soon as boys send their own photos, the immediate response back is, I'm going to ruin your life if you don't pay me. More than a dozen teen boys in the United States have killed themselves in instances uh. involving these kind of scams. And so in the reporting from the Wall Street Journal... They talked to a mom of a 15-year-old kid that was targeted back in July. Said someone, and this is how it goes, claiming to be a teenage girl, followed him on Instagram. They chatted via direct message. Then they added each other as friends on Snapchat, where then she's like, hey, let's exchange nudes. He sees the nude pop up with a girl. He sends one back, and as soon as he sends a picture back, it's you need to send $200 right away or we're going to ruin your life. I don't know that the kid had the money or not, so he sends 30 bucks via Apple Cash, then another $40, then $25 from a gift card. So then the person that wants more money shares his photo with at least one of his friends on Instagram. And that's about the time where his mom noticed, hey, uh, from my Apple account, you took money out. What's going on? And that's when the kid broke down, started crying, and then tells his mom everything that happened. So she called the police, had her son provide statements. She reported it to the FBI, which notified the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Um, And they say a lot of these scammers are based in West Africa, outside of U.S. legal jurisdiction, to try to avoid being prosecuted. But some have been brought to the United States. There was a kid, tragic, um, committed suicide in Michigan. And they found out who was responsible. They brought them back. I think they're also putting that story out to say, you better talk to your kids about this because that scam could be coming somewhere near you. Boy, howdy. Yeah, and sometimes I think, you know, you know, sit here and go, what are you doing? Sending the pics of your stuff. Yeah, right, I know. And then you understand, okay, so it's some girl saying, hey, we could do this. Here's mine. Uh, Okay. Yeah. I guess it's safe then. Uh, no, of course it's not. Terrible. On um, a lighter note, you know, being Thanksgiving week, mm-hmm. Roto Rooter is trying to get the word out again.
3: Yeah, here we go
2: every year. Friday is known as Brown Friday yeah. in that business. <laughs> yes, it is. It may sound gross, but it's. Yep, I'll be here a while. <laughs> it's not a myth. Grab the paper, newspaper. I'm going in. They expect to get fifty yep. percent more calls this Friday than average. It says not only because our toilets will see well, more punishment than usual. <laughs> roto also says the main culprits are kitchen sinks, garbage mm. disposals, along with the clogged yeah, toilets. People throwing a bone down there or something. and Yeah, yeah it could be. So, and a lot of people said they just don't realize that their plumbing is partially clogged until guests arrive. And then that... Mm-hmm too many people and i can't help it man it's the three words put together that in this context just makes me laugh overwhelm the system
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, well
3: yeah yeah
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uncle frank's been partially clogged since
2: 1985
3: so yeah i swear these people can't wait to get home to do it i mean they got to do it at your place
2: <laughs> there's a lot of food man <laughs> dang it this is the Markley, Van camp and robin show Okay, David, what's the biggest story today? Sometimes you can't wait until you get home, Scott. I'm I, know. Yeah,
3: I, I, say, know, I know, I know, I know. Nature calls, Sometimes
4: man. it's got to happen, or it's going to happen somewhere. Like some people wait till they get to work.
2: Makes it tough yeah, on all okay, of us. To be honest, anyone that uses <laughs> the toilet at work it makes you mad like it's an offense to people
3: well it's not that it, maybe they're having a test. why don't issues. you wait until you get but home yeah you Something. walk in there though and paint is peeling off the ceiling <laughs> it's like this i can't go in there but it does smell like gasoline
2: in here i know <laughs> God, <laughs> they can't hold it they can't help it you just want be in pain drive hey, back. <laughs> <laughs> that's the biggest story today now we'll get to the biggest story of the day and a round of "What's Your Story?" Straight ahead. Van Camp, Robin, Show. I'm jeremy Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the Millennial. The Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. Okay, so there was a clip from Bill Maher's show you wanted to bring up, David. Yeah, well, I
4: mean, Bill Maher's a crazy lefty, but at least he's somewhat consistent. Uh, They were talking about um, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, a Republican presidential candidate who's still in the race, even though, I mean, he really doesn't have a chance, No, but, I mean, there are a lot of people who don't really have a chance anyway, but um, he got a little bit mad at Donna Brazile, one of the... The former chiefs of the DNC, uh, oh. big time Democrat operative, uh, Donna Brazil, uh, who refused to pronounce Vivek's name correctly. Oh
2: wow. And with Kamala, people would have a fit. I know.
10: Hmm.
5: And Vivek needs to just shut the hell up and go home on fire. <laughs>
10: <laughs> we all hate Vivek. Okay.
5: It's it's
12: Vivek. Vivek. Well, what Not that I have... Vivek.
10: It, whatever. Vivek? Whatever. Would, would
12: you say that about uh, other... Donna? Athletes?
1: I'm Donna. Vivek? Is it Vivek Ramaswamy? <laughs> <laughs> Ramaswamy?
12: Ramaswamy. Thank yeah. you so much. I, I learned but... so much when I come on this show. I know. But... Vivek? Vivek. Vivek,
1: Vivek I, needs I, to go I, home. Yeah. I, look, Shut up. I, I like
12: I agree. He, he it. He, I, just, uh, I just feel like there's something wrong with everybody refusing to learn to say his name. <laughs> I okay, just feel I there's will... a little racism there. And there's no just a racism. little... Vivek, okay. Vivek, I'll say it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I know we don't like him, but you know, just say his name right. Wow.
2: <laughs> I wonder why they want him to go home. I mean, if you're on the left, don't you like this guy stirring it up? Well, yeah, you would you would kind of like that. I
4: mean, I, I think, you know, unless you're just really locked into every single debate and you actually want to see who has a chance of winning the nomination, but it is just kind of interesting that somebody on the other side, I would get it where a Republican would say, Vivek, it's time to go home, dude. You don't have a shot. Mm-hmm. But a Democrat, you would think
2: you would love to have somebody like that. Yeah, I would think, man. Well, maybe it was the closing message of that last debate when he – yeah, that's true. He went after the DNC. Wasn't he speaking, like, directly to the DNC? I think so. I also want to
12: close with one message to the Democrat Party. Yeah. End this farce that Joe Biden is going to be your nominee. We know he's not even the President of the United States. He's a puppet for the managerial (laughs) class. So have the guts to step up and be honest about who you're actually going to put up so we can have an honest debate. Biden should step aside, end his candidacy now, so we can see whether it's Newsom or Michelle Obama or whoever else. Just tell us the truth so we
13: can have an honest debate.
2: Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. I don't know. I like him in there. And I loved it when he went right after NBC. Oh, that was
3: my favorite part. Yeah, and Kirsten Welker just sitting right there while he's just go
2: ahead. The Russia collusion, her. yeah, paid for by Hillary Clinton. Go ahead, tell us. Go. Jeez. Yes. Yikes. While it was on NBC, I, I was squirming that was
3: pretty cool. for her, and I shouldn't have been. But when you see confrontation like that right up front, you're like, oh, geez. Oh, how's that gonna go? I was just like, yes, I liked it too. Don't get me wrong, but holy
2: cow. Yeah. Got you a little squirmy. Little squirmy. Little yeah. squirmy. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's that part of the show. Do it uh, today. About this time. Go around the table. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention, David. Today, what's your story? Yeah, I
4: remember, like about three years ago, voters in Oregon approved Measure One Ten. This was the decriminali- uh, decriminalization of hard drugs. So for sure small amounts of. Things like heroin, cocaine—it wasn't, you know, straight to jail kind of situation anymore. It was a fine and a suggested a suggestion that you go to treatment. The whole thing was legal weed was supposed to pay for this glorious utopian uh, uh, rehab uh, apparatus in the state of Oregon. Well, that never materialized, of course. Nope. What did materialize, though, was what a lot of critics of uh, Measure One Ten um, predicted which was massive increases in the number of people using drugs and overdosing, winding up in the hospital or in the
2: morgue. Is Talking with common sense people in Oregon, I mean, we already know this. It, it, this was not tough to predict. Well, now you've got,
4: uh, a well, an even progressives who pushed for that, mm-hmm. who agreed with it, saying, yeah, in the upcoming legislative session in February, yeah, we're going to have to address this. We're- Uh, The Associated Press had the story about this. I like uh, one of the um, people they talked to was the vice president of polling uh, of a polling firm called DHM Research. The inability for people to live their day-to-day life without encountering open-air drug use is so pressing on urban folks' minds. That has very much changed people's perspective about what they think Measure 110 is.
2: Right. You know, it's interesting if you compare this to, like, other businesses— where a lot of times it's okay to make mistakes. You don't want to make mistakes that's going to kill your business, but maybe it's within marketing, the way you make a particular product, whatever it is, thinking we might be able to do this better. You want to be creative and, you know, ask any entrepreneur. They'll tell you, oh, my gosh, all the mistakes that I made along the way. Mm -hmm. Okay. So at least I can say these people realize this has been a huge mistake. But so often in politics, you just have to dig in. You, know. you can't ever admit you're wrong, which is insane. No. At least that's happening there. Yeah, you know, the the people who advocated for it should be shunned
4: from society. This isn't a little whoopsie no, it's situation. Not. This is yes. this has killed a lot of people There's and no ruined doubt. a lot of people's lives. They should never be listened to again. And honestly, if you were a democrat or any, any lawmaker in the state legislature uh going out and promoting this and telling people to vote in favor of decriminalization. Yes. You should resign in disgrace. Apologize and resign in disgrace. Yes, because there are
2: some decisions as an entrepreneur that wrecks everything. Yeah. And that's one of those, at least in my opinion. All right, Scott, for what's your story, what do you got today? Well,
3: today we are going to uh, take you back just, just not all that long ago, but to Adam Kinzinger, who's got, <laughs> who's got himself on TV. Now, this is, this involves the January 6th thing because Mike Lee— is asking questions now about the footage that's been released calling for an investigation into the January 6th committee.
2: Well, you see this footage. It doesn't look very insurrection No, it does not.
3: So Kinzinger's melting down, and he's melting down towards Trump again. He said, if he, meaning Trump, was in my squadron, or really any job, the stuff he says wouldn't be seen as tough. He would be seen as a huge, sissy victim. He would be pushed aside. He'd get a call son like Doho... D of the highest order. D-bag. Uh, ma'am, most annoying man. Listen, Kinzinger, you flew squadron tankers, okay? Reel it in a little bit there, Jason Bourne. It ain't working for you.
2: Hold well, this guy, man.
3: He's completely off his rocker. He's completely unhinged. I've never seen anybody melt down like this. Constantly. Well, he's I think these tried people, it before. But I think these people are very afraid that what we're going to see... And what we've already seen is going to blow their case apart. Of course. Very much so. And now That's all why they're trying to scream, this is right. security. This exactly. is going to
2: be anybody that wants to you know, try another coup and an insurrection. They're, they're giving them the map.
3: Every bit of these, of these guys, every one of them is going to be called. And I can't wait when that happens. I hope it happens. I hope it happens, hope it happens too yes but in the meantime we get more maverick talk gas bag from him and
2: you bring it up if it's not the trifecta that's going to be here you like to pile on with him Adam Kinsinger.
3: yeah i do i really do
2: but he, he did it himself he's he's still out there making noise so i know he so can my... be emotional too
9: you know you talk about the impact of that day <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, <laughs> guys you guys won you guys held you know democracies are not defined by our bad days We're defined by how we come back from bad bad days.
4: In fairness. Remember
9: holding the door open
2: (laughs) for the guy with the horns?
4: Yeah. You know, in fairness, he's got a drinking problem, so.
2: Oh, wow. Good luck with that. Allegedly. I mean,
4: he's got permanent booze bloat, man. The guy.
3: (laughs) I had not heard that. Permanent booze bloat? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I honestly had not heard that. I hadn't heard that either. Wow. That's a new one, man. He'll um, be calling you
2: out pretty soon, partner. Th- that's fine. <laughs>
1: David Van Camp, <laughs> <He's a> Douchebag.
2: <laughs> for my story today, for What's Your Story, uh, it was also from Bill Maher's show, interestingly enough. This was from Jordan Peterson. Oh, I didn't know he was on there. Well, they were talking about all of the demonstrations that have happened on college campuses, all the anti-Semitism and what you'll hear is the end of mar talking about i haven't seen since the holocaust and jordan peterson picks it up and very eloquently explains where this comes from the holocaust yeah
1: well this but this is the this is the main issue i mean part of the reason that you see all this foolishness on university campuses too is because people have bought this idiot meta-marxism which is that the way to look at every social relationship that people ever have is through the lens of power And that is, we can put that squarely at the feet of the universities, as far as I'm concerned, is, you know, marriage is a patriarchal institution, and business is nothing but oppression, and you have to view every single situation that emerged historically as oppressor versus oppressed, and then once you get that, which you can get in about two minutes if you sit in the course that teaches that sort of thing, you have a lens to moralize about the whole world through. And then you see the situation is that the leftists have already decided the Palestinians are the victims. And as you pointed out, if you're a victim, then you're morally righteous. And even more conveniently, if you stand for the victim, then you're morally righteous, regardless of what you do with your own life.
2: That's really true. Yeah. And you think after the footage of October 7, how the Palestinians could be viewed as the victims while Hamas is being supported. That's the thing that's been a head-scratcher, Well, that if it's just a peaceful demonstration because your heart goes out to the Palestinian people, it's one thing. You're supporting Hamas. It's something else. But he goes on.
1: And that's pretty much what university students are taught from the time they enter the university classroom, and that's how they, you know, orient themselves morally. And that's at the hands of the radical left.
2: Oh, by the way, he's not done. He's going to go after the Democratic Party now. I think he brings up a great point here. This is like, Mar was going to say something, and Jordan Peterson's on point, and he's not going to stop.
1: To Bill, and one of the things the Democrats also have to pay the price for, I would say, is their absolute refusal to draw a line between the moderate Democrats and the extremists. They're completely incapable of doing that. Like, I've talked to 40 senators and congressmen in the last five years. I asked them all the same question, including RFK. He wouldn't answer either. When does the left go too far? Well, we certainly bloody well saw it in the last month, didn't we? Because they got the oppressor, oppressive narrative a uh, little mucked up, we might say. And we're going. the consequences of that are going to unfold pretty brutally over the next few months.
3: Yeah, he's right. It's so true. There is a uh, thing going around, too, and I've heard it from more than one person, that Israel did this to themselves to take over Palestine.
2: Dude, this is
3: you know, Like Netanyahu bad. ordered it himself. Yes. You've, have you heard this? Yes. Okay, thank you. I'm yeah, not that, the only one. That... That's
4: been going around pretty much since it happened. Unbelievable. That, I mean, it's un-
2: unbelievable. It, but it got more steam over the last week. Over the last week, and indeed, yes. You have the Palestinian Authority out there. It's, it's not like this far, you know, depths of the web. It's the Palestinian Authority saying yeah. this. Yeah, they did
3: it themselves. They killed their own people. Yes. In order to take over Palestine. Yes. Or Gaza. Yeah. Right. Yes. I mean, it, it's it's remarkable. I mean, it's this is the inside job thing uh, that we had to go through in this country. Yes. Yeah, but as
2: you I know, remember where Our that, government
3: blew up those buildings or flew those planes into the buildings. But that came far later, not a month and a half Yeah, it, well, it started to percolate within like six months, yes.
2: It's just, yeah. It's
3: oh, yeah. I mean, pretty it's, it's, it's the whole thing is wacky, man.
2: Yeah. By the way, some of the story we got to get to. David, you have it. A dude claiming he was the victim of a hate crime, Muslim guy. What was the hate crime, and how did this story turn out? Need to get to that and much more coming up right here.
4: one.
3: These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly.
4: 36,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less and
3: drive down expenses. One, because your business is a one-of-a-kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth.
4: Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place.
3: Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist. Designed to give you consistently excellent performance. Absolutely free at netsuite.com slash mvr.
4: That's netsuite.com slash mvr to get your very own KPI checklist.
3: netsuite.com slash mvr.
12: I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year.
7: I've been taking Nutrafol just over four and a half years.
12: My hair was thinning.
7: I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress.
2: I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend
6: a hair supplement.
7: My hair feels thicker.
6: Stronger. The breakage
13: is less.
7: Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have.
13: Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com.
2: The Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. What's the story
4: here? Hate crime? Uh, yeah. Well, about a month ago, a 20-year-old guy in Ohio named Hesham Ayad was hospitalized after an assault. He claimed that he was attacked because he was Muslim and Palestinian. And okay. of course, right on cue, the Council on Islamic uh, on American Islamic Relations care. Put out a press release decrying this hate crime, saying he was walking home when someone in an SUV rolled down the window and said, kill all Palestinians and long live Israel, before running him over. Uh, Care attached a picture of Ayad in the hospital wearing a neck brace. Well, guess what? A few weeks later, you find out that was all a lie. Authorities Mm -hmm. in North Ridgeville arrested him because what actually happened was he got into a fight with his brother. Yeah. They got into a fight. Uh, He and his brother have now both been arrested. Hesham was charged with making false alarms, falsification, obstructing official business, domestic violence and assault. Uh, Khalil, his brother, was charged with domestic violence and assault and care, which was so quick to come out and say, yes, what what that guy said was true. Absolutely. Um, They said our understanding is that the brothers have secured their own legal counsel. We do not yet know anything more about the nature of the charges. Unbelievable. Suddenly they don't got crap to say.
2: Wow. And what's going to end up happening to this dude for making all that up? Nothing. It should be. Well, yeah. You I make mean, it up, then basically the same punishment as if you actually committed the hate crime that you made up. See, I support you and your candidacy, sir, with right thinking like that. Yeah. Dude, I, this nonsense goes. No, I, agree on all the time. I agree with you 100 I agree with you 100%. Whatever yeah. is the punishment for the people that make this crap up? It's maddening. Well, Juicy
3: is still in jail, isn't he? No. No, he's not. No, is he out? Oh, that's right. He is out now, yeah. No. He, didn't, he didn't stay very long.
2: No. No, I mean, compared to what should have happened.
3: Yeah, it, considering all the resources and <laughs> no the money that was spent.
2: Yeah. saw this story. Uh, well, I thought of you both, actually. Uh, David, you got a few guitars, and Scott, you're a collector. Yeah. You don't have any guitars in your collection. I do have one. Really? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who's it signed by?
3: Michael Schenker.
2: Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't
3: that's know a how flying much it's worth.
2: V. Yes, like a cheaper flying V. Yeah, but cheaper still.
3: flying V. But still, he signed it, and
2: the singer. How much would you take for it? Somebody offered you a grand. Would you take? it? Ah, uh, it's got a little crack in the neck, so it's not playable. That's okay. Grand? That. Would you take a grand? B- Maybe. <laughs> Look at David. <laughs>
3: David's not giving me a grand, no. No, I'm no, he's not like giving you a grand. You no, can't believe you wouldn't
2: take $1,000. I probably would,
3: if anybody's interested. Okay. In a Michael Schenker
2: Cloudwire Loudwire just announced uh, the most expensive guitar sold at auction. Kurt Cobain's Acoustic Electric that was used on MTV and Plugged. Oh, yeah. $6 million. That's the tops. Holy smoke Cobain's 69 Fender Mustang from the Smells Like Teen Spirit video 4.6 million. Wow. Number three is Eddie Van Halen's custom Kramer from the "Hot for Teacher" video, three point nine million. Ooh. Ooh. This is not a just world we live in. <laughs> That's all I have to say. This is the Markley Van Camp Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. The Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. This Thanksgiving, while you're stuffing your face with
3: turkey,
4: we're stuffing your ears with the best of Markley, Van Camp, and Robin.
3: We've got the
2: juiciest moments. It's like a Thanksgiving feast for your ears. With Scott Robbins serving as that crazy uncle.
1: And another thing about these kids these days, guys, dang it!
2: Tune in, turn up,
4: and let the good times roll.
3: Happy Thanksgiving from the radio show that's more satisfying than pumpkin pie.
2: The Markley, Van Camp, and Robin show. Are you
0: ready? Jamie Markley.
2: And we have new news, David Van Camp.
4: Uh, Yeah, so Joe Biden, as is customary for the president of the United States, did the whole turkey pardoning thing. The dumb little event where they bring in a couple of turkeys who are going to be spared this Thanksgiving from winding up on the family dinner table. Just once, for the record, I want a president to show up, pull out a pistol and execute (laughs) them on live television (laughs) and just kill
3: the turkeys. Would an axe be okay? I say, do it the old-fashioned way. (laughs)
6: Grab their neck, pull it
11: out, (laughs) wow,
3: And then watch them run around (laughs) with no head. (laughs) And the kids are screaming in the background. (laughs) There will be no pardon on my watch. (laughs) I want to do
4: it myself. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the the two turkeys are Liberty and Bell. And um, uh, Joe Biden tried to make a joke. And it, dude, I, I don't even want... There's no further setup needed. You just need to listen to it.
9: Okay, roll it. Now, just to get here, Liberty and Bell had to beat some tough odds in competition. They had to work hard to show patience and be willing to travel over a 1,000 miles. You could say even this harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance tour or, 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 or Britney's tour. She's down in—it's kind of warm in Brazil right now.
4: What? It's, what? Britney. Brittany. Britney Spears, I think, is what he. It's Taylor Swift. It's the Eras oh. tour, and dude, someone died at one of her concerts in Brazil. <laughs> yeah, this weekend. Yeah. I, I mean, mean in the heat. Yeah.
2: Well yeah, it was all it, over the news this did, morning. Was he? Did he say Britney Spears? He said Britney. Yeah. Hold on, going Over tour. the last ten seconds of this.
9: A ticket to the Renaissance tour or 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 Britney's tour. She's down in Britney. It's kind of warm in Brazil right now.
3: Brazil and Britney together.
2: Okay. What the
3: hell is going on?
2: Now we're playing guessing games because we're getting into mind reading. All right. David's probably the best at this, but I'll take a shot. It seems like either he couldn't read the teleprompter Mm -hmm. or he got lost and he's thinking female music star and just went to Britney by default. Right. That's what it sounds like. Britney. Like the first thing. Oh, yeah, that's her name. That's the only thing I can think of. Either that, or he's thinking it's the dude from the Kansas City Chiefs. It's his girlfriend. That's and what he got, I. He got Mahomes mixed mixed up with Kelsey. With Kelsey. That's what I'm thinking.
4: Oh, that that's giving him way too much credit. I think, dude. I'm,
2: I didn't say that was the take. Right. I'm wondering.
4: No, where I, else
2: does Brittany come from?
4: Well, I think because female pop star, probably he hadn't kept up with either of them very much after they aged out at age seventeen oh, for him.
9: But oh, my, golly, you know,
2: yeah. Or or, or or
9: rip, rip Britney's tour. She's down in rip, rip, it's kind of warm in Brazil right now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, man. Man, you speak of 17, this is totally off topic from this story. But over the weekend, he creeped out another little girl. Oh yeah. This girl is 6 and she's got the little funny ears on. The Mickey yeah. Mouse
6: ears, and right? And he oh. says,
2: "I love your ears." Yeah. And then but makes this joke, "What are you, 17?" She's 6. And I know he's making a joke, but of all the creepy things in the past, someone tell him to dial it back.
9: Thank you. Thank you. And I love your ears. I love them. They're really cool. What's your name? Catherine. Catherine, what a beautiful name. That's my mommy's name. Well, nice to see. How old are you, 17? (laughs) Six.
2: See, it's creepier when
4: you hear it, isn't it, David? Yeah, it is. Just stop. Well, it's the context,
2: you know. Yes, it is. Ugh, golly. Yeah, he's fine. Whoever says he's not fit to be president is ageist. Right. That's what you're hearing from the left right now, at least parts of the left. The other part of the left, like David Axelrod, saying it's a 50 50 with this guy. Hey, I helped him get here. See that? Axelrod said that over yeah. the weekend? Yeah. It's a 50 50. Yeah, a lot of Democrats want somebody else. Was it 70% of voting Democrats want someone other than mm. Biden? Wow, you know I know they do, but you know what? Damn you, because you're
3: the people who put him there. I understand. You know
2: it's garbage. But you, you put him the there. People on the left, dude. It does, It didn't matter as long as it wasn't Trump. Trump. I they know, weren't voting n- for Well, Biden. there you go. I know. This is what you're left with. <laughs> this is so the So you're saying shell. you should have to just stay yes. with that?
3: Yeah. You well, yeah. <laughs> you should. You forced him on us.
2: I think if people have the choice and that's what's being asked in the polling, would you rather someone else be the guy to run for president or woman? They're like, yes, somebody else can't blame him. I mean, the public can see it. The guy can't do it. No, he can't do it. But that's been true from day one. Yeah, I would agree with that. But let's push Joe Biden out there. It's only gotten worse. And now you have some states trying to keep Trump off the ballot yeah yeah.
4: Yeah, liberals in colorado just lost in court as they've been trying to keep donald trump from appearing on the ballot next year uh they're arguing that trump is ineligible because of the 14th amendment which uh in part bans insurrectionists from seeking higher office now that was clearly a civil war era issue can't have a bunch of confederates you know dictating policy for a reunified united states of america Mm-hmm. But they're saying that applies to Trump because of the Capitol riot. Now, the judge disagreed, in, and the judge doesn't appear to be a fan of Trump at all, if you read the reading, or the ruling, I mean. Um, the judge basically said, yeah, the Secretary of State, though, can remove someone from the ballot if there's an objective, noble fact that shows he or she is constitutionally ineligible. So somebody born abroad, somebody who is not a natural-born citizen, that's a clear and objective fact we can prove it so yes you can deny that person access to the ballot but the current legal theory that's being used is not an objective or knowable fact how do you define insurrection essentially i mean and one it wasn't an insurrection but goodness they just released more footage did that look like an insurrection Mm -hmm. right well colorado secretary of state jenna griswold says she was shocked by this ruling
2: Oh, goodness.
4: That
8: basically means that the presidency is a get-out-of-jail-free card for insurrection. As someone who cares deeply about the state of our democracy, I find that very troubling. (laughs) The American people need to know that the president, the person, if anybody, the person most in charge of protecting the Constitution actually has a duty to do so.
2: By the way, does it bother you as far as big tech? keeping stories away from the public last go around as far as protecting democracy. Does that mean anything to you? They
3: throw that word out there all the
2: time. Oh, of course they do. Yes.
8: So I'm right there with you. I I find uh, it very troubling that the president of the United States could engage in insurrection and unlike everybody else could then be president again.
2: Goodness gracious. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is it worth saying again, if the right or far right wants to try an insurrection, it's actually going to look a whole lot different than it did January 6th? Well, yeah. I mean... mean, If there was a real attempt at an insurrection, it would look night and day difference to what January 6th was. And I'm not saying that would be a good thing. I'm just saying stop it with the nonsense insurrection talk. Well, this is the first insurrection in the history
4: of mankind where menacing-looking dudes wearing face masks with... Heavy weaponry didn't show up. Exactly. And then just sort of wandered away when it was done. <laughs> right. That's not Went how It
2: got on it and left. Right. And right. left. Yes. Took selfies with their smiling wives. You Hello. <laughs> see, we're here. So.
3: Well, you could see the insurrection in their eyes. That's what it was. Selfies, yeah.
2: Yes. Um, did see this, too. And, you know, it was mentioned before, it made it to the Wall Street Journal. Um, You know those racist voting laws in Georgia? (laughs) Where it seems people of color have to, like, climb over barbed wire fence. They can't drink for days. There's no hydration. It's just awful. It cost them, too. Their racist ways cost them. Well, again, there was nothing ever racist about any of the voting laws. And, again, if you look at the last elections, look at the turnout. They weren't racist. So all of a sudden, Major League Baseball says, hey, we're going to have that all-star game in Atlanta after all.
3: Mm -hmm. Well, that's because things have changed so much. The voting rules and regulations have changed so much. They haven't. What? Are you telling me nothing's changed, David? No.
4: I'm telling you, well, there may have been some minor changes in the language of of how the law is enforced after you do a couple of elections. But no, the the basic crux of the original offensive law, according to these left-wing weirdos,
2: uh, very much still intact you want to hear what the Wall Street Journal had to say? I would love to. Okay. What's changed? Not the bulk of the law. The Election Integrity Act of 2021, which tightened up voter by mail and voter ID rules. Uh, Mr. Manford, you know, the commissioner of Major League Baseball. At the time, bowed to Democratic Party and media distortions about the law, which President Biden infamously called Jim Crow 2.0. That's right. Stacey Abrams, who had lost to Governor Brian Kemp in 2018, but had refused in Donald Trump fashion to accept the result, also played the race card. That's right. They go both sides there. Mr. Manfred said he'd consider returning the game to Atlanta if he saw some appropriate change. Perhaps what he meant is that he'd return to the game to the Georgia Capitol if it turned out the attacks on the law were specious. <sighs> Georgia set turnout records for a midterm election in 2022 and led southeast states in overall voter turnout. Ms. Abrams ran against Mr. Kemp again and lost in a rout. The league's flip-flop shows how easily big American businesses can be swayed to bend to progressive political panics, no matter the facts. Why mm-hmm. isn't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Two years later, Mr. Manfred may figure this is old news and that most Georgians will be mollified because the game will soon be in Atlanta. Well, we remember and Mr. Manford still owes Georgians a major league mea culpa. Yeah. Where is the apology? That's there what isn't I'm waiting one. For. Well,
4: there's not one. Well, they 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 left out one critical part about this entire thing, which is it's that major league baseball hates you. <laughs> if you're not, you know, an MSNBC watching purple hair dye having weirdo on the left, they hate you. They hate your guts, they hate your god, they hate your <laughs> worldview, they hate your country. And so they think that you're stupid enough to just say, okay, well, they're bringing the All-Star game back to Atlanta. They've seen the error of their ways. No, they're not going to apologize. Why would they apologize?
2: They made their point.
3: Yeah.
2: If you're new to the show, David likes to remind Scott,
3: he's the biggest baseball
2: fan I know, that Major League Baseball hates him. And uh, the
3: only thing you left out this time, David, were my cats. Well, yes, (laughs) they really – Manfred personally hates your cats. Yes, he does. Yeah. He would like to take my kittens and drop them off somewhere out in the farm somewhere and just leave them. Oh, no. Drop them down a well. Oh, my God. You
2: know, when you go on that little, I don't even want to call it a rant. You just tell Scott what you believe to be true. Mm-hmm. It is somehow channeling Alex Jones yeah. to me. And bad. one of the classic. Of
3: all time. Uh, yes. They hate you. They hate God. They hate children. <laughs> and damn them. The hell. Well, they do. That still cracks
2: me up every time. It is. It's always a crowd pleaser, it's man. It's one of my greats. Yeah. The, we could uh, be having the worst day here, and if one of us just happens to go, They hate you.
3: They hate <laughs> God. They hate children. And damn them. Oh, oh.
2: It's so great. Okay. uh story you got to hear about pro-Palestine protesters in California. And much more coming up.
13: Honey,
11: come here, quick. What is it?
2: Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under
1: $20. Total Wine must have made a
14: mistake.
11: (laughs) Nope, they always have the lowest prices.
14: Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. (laughs)
1: Whoa, that's a low price. I mean,
13: whoa,
14: that's a low price. With the lowest
13: prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B-21.
12: Did you forget to add stamps.com to your holiday wish list last year? Well, we all make mistakes. Stamps.com has been helping businesses like yours save time and money during the holiday rush for 25 years with easy access to USPS and UPS services and exclusive rates up to 84% off. With Stamps.com, all you need is a computer and a printer. They even send you a free scale, so you'll have everything you need to get started. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell products online. And easily take care of orders on the go with the Stamps.com mobile app. Schedule package pickups and find the cheapest, fastest. To shipping options right from the dashboard or mobile app. Running low on supplies? Stamps.com has you covered with the Supply Store where you can order shipping and mailing supplies, labels, even printers. The holidays are hard enough. Make things easy with Stamps.com. Use code TIMESAVER for a four week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code TIMESAVER.
2: The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Thank you for being here. What's the story, David, with the pro-Palestine protesters?
4: Well, I mean, it was almost an all-out coup in California over the weekend. The California Democrat Party convention was interrupted over the weekend by pro-Hamas demonstrators. Uh, The protesters stormed the building and shut down multiple events that were supposed to happen Saturday night. Uh, They were demanding a ceasefire in Gaza. They overwhelmed security guards and poured into the convention center on Saturday evening, leading the party to cancel planned caucuses. Earlier in the day, demonstrators shouted over and cut short a forum for U.S. Senate candidates. The head of the state party said there would be consequences for the delegates who joined in because they actually had members who were there who decided to join in. The pro-insurrection, pro-terrorism crowd.
3: Good night, man. You know, I hear, I see where Biden's poll numbers with the, like, younger 18 to 24-year-old voters is down, way down. Oh, yeah. And a lot of it has to do with his stance on not supporting Palestine. Yeah. Yes. Well, who the hell are they going to vote for? <laughs> is it going to sit this one out? Yeah, probably. I mean, that's the only thing, right? I mean, what else are they going to do? Well, again,
2: man, you're looking at months away from the real election. Yeah, that's true. What's going to be top of mind by then? Yeah. It may not be this. Seems like a lot of happy people out at those protests, huh? Yeah. it's always of the, their hearts. It's always the fun side-by-side,
4: side, right? You have the massive uh, Pray for Israel event happening in D.C. Yeah. Very calm, cool, collected. A lot of people praying. There were different religious uh, ceremonies. No fires lit. No. no graffiti. No nothing. We're talking about the mass killing of people? Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, and then in you padana.
2: see all what? all the okay.
4: pro-Palestine stuff seems to be rooted in well terrorism.
2: It does. Maybe they need time in one of those rage rooms just to work it yeah. out. It's you like see where the rage it. rooms were in the news? Yeah, I did. I had to remind myself by reading it what what is the rage room? You can go in there with the baseball bat and bust up glasses and stuff.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah d- basically, just destroy stuff. Sledgehammer, whatever it would be, could be a printer, could be a teacup. Printer would be good for you, Scott, or a computer. No, I could, I could beat the hell out of a printer. <laughs> Enjoy every minute of it. Yes, it's supposed to l- relieve stress. Uh, but what made news, and this was Fox Business had it, along with others, the owners of these things are saying, "Hey, I, could you people that do this stop engaging in the you know naughty behavior? Yeah, because couples will go in." And then, I guess, just destroying stuff puts some people in the mood. And then it's happening. And they know they're on camera. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to matter. They're overwhelmed. One owner in a rage room in Georgia said he sees heavy petting and intense makeout sessions about twice a month. Sometimes people strip to their underwear. Hmm. Owner of a place in Vegas watched a couple lay down on a floor covered in broken glass. Ah, that that just yeah. seems not
4: sanitary. There's
3: weirdos everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> there is. The passage just took over, Scott. Yeah, when the lay on glass.
2: So <laughs> they asked some experts, hey, why does this bring this out in some people? They said, well, doing something that's normally not allowed, like a destroying a TV, can lead to feelings of wanting to be bad mm-hmm. in general. <laughs> and watching your partner be in control can be a turn-on for some people, too, uh, it said. Okay. Oh, boy. Then they talk about blood flow, all parts of the body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's enough of that. Just save it for later, would you, if you're going to the rage room? Wow, this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Okay, David, biggest story today. Uh, There are quite a few. Uh,
4: One is the liberal freakout in this country of the election of a new president who is uh, not left-wing in Argentina. Um, yes, and it's really funny. It reminds me of the uh, Georgia Malona Maloney, uh, Prime Minister of Italy, election, where they were like, "She's the, she's a fascist. She's like Mussolini." <laughs> <laughs> they freaked out, and then you check in, and it's like, "Fine yeah. in Israel or in Israel in Italy." I mean, yes,
2: a lot of common sense that she speaks to, yeah. makes some people crazy. Yeah, we'll get to that, and then. What is the pay raise people say they need to be happy? Some interesting answers and much more. Straight ahead right here. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the millennial, the sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. President Biden's birthday today. He's 81.
3: Yeah. sent same, a nice card. Yeah. From he all was, of us here on the show.
2: He was going to be a heck of a football player. Yeah. Dude. Well, you know back that. Back day. At World class. Yeah. Probably
4: I, could have been in the NFL. Well, that's what he says. He was playing flanker back. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. is He was a flanker back. What's that, David? What a, is that? A
4: flanker What's back. A fl- I'm, I'm what is not, a flanker back? not entirely sure. I Okay. I don't know. It was something that was around at the dawn of what we know as American football now. Well, he did wear, didn't he wear uh, leather
3: helmets back in his day? Oh, I think he was pre-helmet. Okay. They didn't be that helmets old, you okay. uh, well, well, uh, Flanker, yes. Flanker back. Yeah. Uh, okay. Joe Biden
4: went to a Friendsgiving event at Naval Station Norfolk and uh, told another tall tale about how, well, he almost, he got recruited, you know, to play football for Navy. He did, did he? Yeah, <laughs> that's what he says. You know,
9: by the way, <laughs> I'm all Navy, but uh, I was appointed. To the, I anyway, I was going to go play at the Naval Academy, till I found out the other guys in the backfield were a guy named Roger Staubach and Joe Joe Bolino. So I decided to go to Delaware, but our son. So I, I always used to prove for Navy.
4: Uh-huh. Nobody laughed. No, the uh, the opportunity to play at Navy never happened. The appointment, no. the all of that was a lie. And at the time, nobody knew who Roger Staubach was. And Joe Bellino had already
2: graduated by the time Joe Biden would have been going there. Doesn't anyone around him say, listen, man, these stories, these lies that you tell again and again, you got to stop doing that. Yeah. I've never heard anyone bring that up. Like someone in the inner circle has got to say, stop it. They Mm -hmm. probably do, but it's like a tick, man, because the guy's been a liar his entire life. The Amtrak train. Yeah. I mean, the, go, the list goes on and on. We've gone through an entire list on the show before. Is Dad seeing two guys kiss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. In 1950s, Scranton, yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah,
3: Pennsylvania. Love is love, Joey. Make it that out was on one the of street. My, I'm, I'm sure that's One that of my favorites of all time. Yeah. yeah, that one. Love is
2: love, Joey. Yes, it just goes on and on and on. I know. Okay. I Saw know. this today. Uh, the pay raise people would need to be happy. Oh. Do you have a number in mind? How much more money on top of what you already
3: make or the total, total amount? The to pay raise. Okay.
2: So you got it in your mind? What raise would you need to be happy? I don't know. Uh, well, I, You don't need to give it. I'm just saying okay. to you, is there a number? There's a number in my head, yeah. Okay. All right. Everybody got it? Yeah. So as they go into the story, many studies have found a link between income and happiness, both in terms of day-to-day mood and longer-term life satisfaction. Having more money would help many people afford necessities, and on average, richer people report being happier. But exactly how much do we think we need to be happy? So they did the survey. Well, there's a number of different surveys. The first one was from the financial services company Empower, and they asked 2,000 people. So if they had a median salary of $65,000 a year, what do you think their salary would have to be to say they were happy? Got a guess? $80,000. I'd guess 100. David's closer, 95,000. Mm. If They got 30 grand more a year, they would be happy. They asked the higher earners in this survey with a median income of 250,000 dollars. Did they say they would need more money to be happy? And if so, what do you think it was?
4: I would say they, they, if they uh, they'd have to get up to 300k.
3: I'm going to say they're fine where they are. They would need three hundred and fifty thousand to be happy. See, that's the thing, right? I mean, isn't that the thing? Doesn't matter. You make more, you want more. Yeah. Uh, yes. It's
4: exponential. Doesn't it come down to your lifestyle too, though? Like, if you're making, if you're, if you're bringing in two hundred fifty thousand dollars or sixty five thousand okay. dollars, you're, you're kind of thinking, what would be a real life changing amount of money that I could get? And so, yes. if you're making two hundred fifty thousand dollars, a lot of people vastly overestimate. They do. Uh, how much that really means. Mm-hmm. And so they they actually wind up purchasing homes, cars, things that are actually not within their budget. And, uh, uh, you know, and so they would need more to try to, like, save more, get ahead, et cetera. And the same thing could, could be said for somebody making $65,000, where you need to be able to see it coming in every month, not just something that gets kind of frittered away with... Yes maybe a nicer coffee machine or something
2: yeah it's interesting because one of the things they did they had this couple give out two million dollars for a different study so that these random people got ten thousand dollars out of nowhere just here you go ten grand as a gift yeah those people got a happiness boost that lasted six months like wow this is awesome and they said that in that that little study that two million given out generated 225 times more happiness than if they had kept the money themselves Mm. by giving it to all these people, which I thought was pretty interesting. But in another study, um, this was from a few years back, they looked at lottery winners in Sweden whose prizes were mostly between $100,000 and $500,000. Because I used to say, well, that's life-changing money. And a lot of people say, no, that is really not life-changing money. To me it is, because for a lot of people, they could pay off a home with that amount of money, sure. which means then you might be able to take a different job that you would more enjoy than doing a job for the money mm-hmm. to make ends meet. They found out higher levels of satisfaction with their lives more than 10 years after their windfall for the people that won between 100 and 500 grand, which I thought was also very interesting. Check this seven and 10 people, in the Empower survey, said they strongly or somewhat agreed with the statement, "Having more money would solve most of my problems," mm. and it didn't matter, dude. It didn't matter where their income was. If it was sixty-five grand, if it was two hundred grand, they were thinking, "Yeah, it would solve most of my problems." Yeah, yeah. Man, more money, more problems. Yeah. Well, it's more just,
4: you know, what what happens, and and this is documented for or has been documented for years. The money finds another place to go. It does. And you buy another, maybe you buy a bigger house, and now your house payment is, is, your mortgage payment every month is much larger than it used to be. Yes. Which means you're not really getting
2: ahead. You have a nicer house, which is fine, and if that's what you want, then great. But But, a lot of people will share it with family and friends and buy extravagant things for people because you have the means to do it. But it doesn't mean you're as far as ahead. I just think that's fascinating to watch those play out time and time again. Um, David, you have the story of this dude in Florida that was arrested. Dude. And this is an odd sort of occurrence. Yeah. It doesn't happen every day. Guy in Florida was
4: arrested after allegedly defecating on a dead possum in the middle of rush hour traffic. Ooh. Rudy Wilcox oh, is right. his name, 45 years old. He was picked up by Clearwater Police uh, last week around, well, at last Wednesday around 5.30 p.m. after he was seen, well, after he was seen doing that in the middle of Belcher Road and Willow Tree Trail intersection. Then... As the New York Post put it, laying a log on the doubly unfortunate possum in full view of the motoring public. Probably Isn't like,
8: a poop so
6: freeing?
4: Well,
3: yes, Oprah, but there's a time and place. Probably killed the possum. The possum was probably playing possum until then. <laughs> then it killed him.
4: <laughs> well, yeah. When questioned about it, though, there was a cop who saw him doing it. And the cop gets out and says, why'd you poop on that dead possum? And he goes, no. You, you got it wrong, officer. You didn't see me do that. You're not seeing straight, is what he told the officer. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. It was just a misunderstanding. Yeah, plausible deniability, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then the affidavit for the, for the arrest or the arresting document says uh, physical evidence was viewed at the scene, which corroborates the allegations alleged.
2: <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. Okay, other news out there. Uh, Argentina. It is a sea change with the election of oh, a new president. My, yeah. yeah, And people on the left, even in this country, are pretty much freaking out about this guy mm-hmm. because he's saying, I'm getting rid of all of these different leftist woke programs. What's the guy's name again? Uh, Javier Malay. Yes. And he's, I, I guess you would say he's still a musician, but was a popular mu- musician years ago. And he, if you can try to picture this dude with... What kind of hairstyle it's would you say? Robin Williams stars in The
4: Monkees.
3: Yeah, I was thinking like the '70s televangelist kind of looking thing, or news anchor sort of. Thing. I don't know if I've ever seen a televangelist with hair that long. Well, the picture I'm looking at, maybe it's different than the one you looked at. I don't know. I mean,
2: it's fairly long, but he's kind of got these
3: sideburns. Yeah, he's got the yeah, he's got this, the the sideburns. That's why I said '70s tele evangelist kind of look. Did they have those? Side yeah, they, they had the sideburns. The guys who were trying to be cool. Yeah, who? Well, there was a guy locally here anyway, where I'm at. That uh, oh wow would go come on at like midnight on Saturday nights, and that's what you'd watch. Oh yeah, because you were up already watching like the midnight special, and, <laughs> right? And it came on right after that. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, back in my day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this dude. Uh, well, you had the audio. Oh, yeah. And he's he's going through this board of all these different woke programs yeah, saying he's going to get rid of them. Yeah, and
4: different national agencies and things like that. And he's got, it's like the, the sticky note kind of thing up on a whiteboard. And he's just tearing one by one saying, this is going to be gone. This is going to be gone. This is going to be gone. And he's got Yeah, like inflexions. for the
2: exchange, pesos are gone. He's going yeah. to implement dollars, all mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And everything's going to be gone. Ministerio
1: de Obras Públicas, Afuera! <laughs>
2: one after another another gone gone yes. gone and it is the video is so great <laughs>
6: yeah. I,
2: you know I,
4: I see some of these people freaking out like well the, they don't even know what they've done this is this far-right politician and all of this and again i'm not an expert and uh, obviously in argentinian politics but when all the worst people in america are freaking out about this guy i think he's probably a pretty good dude um that could be wrong, but that i'm I'm just sort of now trained in that way because every time mainstream media pundits freak out about somebody they well that person turns out to be okay um, well,
2: and dude, you have so many young people there that i mean the country's been a catastrophe mm-hmm. when you read the stories in so many different ways, and they've had enough well, it's one hundred and fifty percent
4: inflation i mean that yeah, yes. I get it when somebody, if, if somebody's living through something like that, why they might want to change the direction
2: of the country. I understand that completely. He said, we have monumental problems ahead. Inflation, lack of work, poverty. The situation is critical, and there's no place for tepid half measures. The model of decadence has come to an end. There's no going back. People on the left are freaking out about it, saying, and this was what a Reuters story Um he wrote a wave of voter anger with the political mainstream, <laughs> yeah, and won by a wider than expected margin,
3: fifty-six percent of the vote. Yeah, I've got no job, electricity, or or food, so yeah, I'm pissed. Yes, you don't. Yeah,
2: blame people, and they right. see all these you know programs that are like woke that aren't working, and you know here's a guy that all of a sudden is just out there saying, yeah, we're done with all of it. It's got to be gone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Yes. You're frustrated. You, you should be gone. Keep that sound bite. Oh, I'm that's not gonna losing come, that. That's going to come in handy later. Yeah. No doubt, man. Okay, we got to get to another news update. And does your boss play favorites at work? And the backlash that can happen. That's a fun one, too, straight ahead.
11: This Thanksgiving at Total Wine & More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice. So many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More.
12: Drink responsibly, B-21. Did you forget to add stamps.com to your holiday wish list last year? Well, we all make mistakes. Stamps.com has been helping businesses like yours save time and money during the holiday rush for 25 years with easy access to USPS and UPS services and exclusive rates up to 84% off. With Stamps.com, all you need is a computer and a printer. They even send you a free scale, so you'll have everything you need to get started. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell products online. And easily take care of orders on the go with the Stamps.com mobile app. Schedule package pickups and find the cheapest, fastest to shipping options right from the dashboard or mobile app. Running low on supplies? Stamps.com has you covered with the supply store where you can order shipping and mailing supplies, labels, even printers. The holidays are hard enough. Make things easy with stamps.com. Use code timesaver for a 4-week trial, free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code timesaver.
2: Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. Jeremy Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp.
4: Well, the Supreme Court has declined to review Derek Chauvin's conviction in the death of George Floyd.
2: Yeah. Derek Chauvin, I that, that was going to happen. Was was are, I was a little disappointed in that. Well, I mean, with you. very disappointed. Yeah.
4: I, I can't help but also think that one of the reasons they declined to pick this up is because they know what will happen if they do. Remember after the Dobbs decision got leaked, the thing that overturned Roe v. Wade, you had left-wing mobs showing up outside of conservative justices' homes. You even had a guy fly across the country with a gun outside of, or caught outside of Brett Kavanaugh's house. We all saw the Summer of Love in 2020. We know what the score is. Yes, we do. And that's a real shame because... It well, is. Democrats have enabled domestic terrorism to dictate
2: politics and policy. Oh, well, they have. They have. And you watch that documentary, The Fall of Minneapolis. You can watch it. Just go to com, and you'll see how the left, along with media, pushed this narrative about George Floyd, and you're really blown away by what actually happened. And I, you didn't have to follow it every day either. I mean, Russ, I remember each part, and you had to be careful what you said, because once you found out, oh, my gosh, there was three times the amount of fentanyl in a system to kill a regular person? Why is no one reporting this? This seems like a big part of the story.
3: You know, it's bears repeating where you can see this documentary, because I got a lot of, of inquiries about it this weekend, like yes. where you can see it.
2: The fall of That's it.
3: fallofminneapolis.com fall of Thank you for that, because people are interested in seeing it.
2: Well, and we mentioned this before, um, well, Megyn Kelly had the producers of the documentary on last week um, telling the entire story. And then it's not just what happened there, it's been the fallout that's happened to so many major American cities since. And all these people claiming to be standing up for people of color. It's been the exact opposite because of the death rate and everything that's happened. Mm -hmm. And so, then she had Heather McDonald on from the Manhattan Institute, and this is just part of what she was saying as far as stats and talking about what's happened.
10: All of these things are very predictable. when When you have a culture where young boys are not expected to cultivate the bourgeois habits to make themselves decent mates and husbands, where it's accepted to go around serially impregnating females and walking away, uh, and and family rearing is, is child rearing is utterly chaotic. It's sort of an afterthought, and that's happening now in the white underclass as well. Uh, that's a civilization catastrophe. Uh, it's tragic that kids are being brought up in these situations, but it's certainly not surprising uh, that they now are completely antisocial and think that they are entitled to steal wantonly. Uh, You know, I I don't know how much longer we're going to put up with this, but as I say, there is something profoundly weird about Western civilization right now, Megan, that seems to be on this death cult, that it wants to destroy the standards, the norms, the merit, the excellence, the the striving for excellence that gave us a civilization that has freed all of humanity.
2: Yeah. And now... You look at the death rate and how many deaths from gangs and the lack of policing. It's disgusting. Yeah, that documentary is worth a watch for sure. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. The
0: Markley Van Camp and
4: Robbins Show. This Thanksgiving, while you're stuffing your face with turkey, we're stuffing your ears with the best of Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins.
3: We've got the juiciest moments. It's like a Thanksgiving feast for your ears.
2: With Scott Robbins serving as that crazy uncle. And another thing about these kids these days, guys,
1: dang it!
4: Tune in, turn up, and let the good times roll.
3: Happy Thanksgiving from the radio show that's more satisfying than pumpkin pie. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show.
0: Jamie Markley.
2: Uh, the White House has been saying uh, they feel like we're close to a deal, or at least Israel is, yeah. with Hamas, with the releasing of hostages. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and John Kirby, spokesman for the Biden administration, really, State Department, Kirby, was asked about it, says no update. Sometimes, you know, just like a fair question, he seems like he gets irritated
8: with. Yeah, he
3: does. He does. Yeah.
2: A little prickly? Yeah. It seemed that way today.
8: Um, uh, I just want to let you know we're still working this hour by hour. I do not have an update for you on the hostage uh, uh, deal that we're trying to negotiate. Uh, but as you heard the deputy national security advisor say yesterday, uh, we believe we're closer than we've ever been. So we're hopeful. Uh, but, uh, but there's still work to be done. Um, uh, and nothing is done until it's all done. So uh, we're, we're going to keep working on this.
2: Nothing's done until it's done. And ain't over till it's over. Yeah. Yes.
3: You Still gotta... work to
8: be done.
3: Still work to be done. Yeah. There's always work to be done with these guys. Oh, of course. Nothing's ever
2: finished, ever. Yes. Ever. That's why I played that line again because it's one of your
8: favorite. It irritates
3: Scott. the hell out of me because it's every time these guys every every single time. But there's work to be done. We have to yes. do the work. Blah yes. blah freaking blah. All, nothing's yeah, like complete. setting records for yes. A
2: illegal aliens coming through well there is work to be there's done. work to be really? done. we realize that
3: but we're working on yes. a solution to it never
2: ends yes
3: still work to be done right it's like they're on a road crew for crying out loud <laughs>
2: <laughs> well you're gonna love this story scott because you brought it up before david has
4: an update for oh, you yeah. um well i i don't know if you knew this but today is uh transgender day of uh remembrance i saw it all on yeah facebook mm. this morning i know uh, according, according to the typical,
3: of the usual suspects.
4: Yeah. NBC News has the story describing an epidemic of violence against transgender and gender nonconforming people.
3: You know, really? again, where, where, 12. where are the receipts? Tell me about all this genocidal well, things that are going on against transgender people in this country. I don't know where. Well, let me tell you. Okay. Yes. I've got some numbers for you. Okay? All right. Well, let's hear okay. it. Right.
4: It's a staggering number. An epidemic of violence, remember. All right,
3: here we go. Yes.
4: 33 since last November. That's what I thought. 33 murders.
3: And we don't even know how all of those transpired.
4: But we do know that 69% of all victims were black.
3: 9% were white. Okay.
4: And you hear this a lot, man. And it's, you know... It is what it is. Don't shoot the messenger. No, I want to know the truth. No, it it, it does actually tend... It, the violence against trans people tends to happen in uh, black communities, and they tend to be sex workers. Either somebody gets overwhelmed with guilt after purchasing the services of this individual, or feels like you had a bait-and-switch situation when you got into the back of your car, mm-hmm. and somebody gets murdered. That's what that's what happens but we're yes. suppo- but seriously the human rights campaign is 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 quoted in nbc news is talking about how it's all these quote unquote anti trans bills that have been passed come on man Dude, that- these people know better i mean so when you're talking about anti trans bills what you're saying is that boys use the boys locker room and girls use the girls locker room right. and yeah. boys can't compete against girls Correct. in track and swimming and other athletics like common sense stuff and you don't want a
2: 13-year-old going through some surgery or a 15-year-old or right. taking puberty blockers. They yeah, can't make yeah. decisions at those ages those, like that. Those bills
4: have no impact on all of these lives that have been lost.
2: They wow, 69% are black yeah. trans people. That's and 13% of the population, but 69% of the victims. Wow. You had mentioned that before, that whether it was a bait and switch or there's a guilt or whatever, and then that happens. Mm -hmm. Okay, but then you're going to use that story. Now, when the NBC puts that out there, do they actually put those facts in there? Uh, They put it a few paragraphs down. Okay.
4: But it's more just to try to make it now you've got, like, the intersectionality of victimization. You know, you've got the trans and then also uh, black people always being targeted by, uh, you know, That's how they frame it. But a common sense person, and if you even want to do a quick Google search of the crime stats against transgender individuals, it ain't happening on the volleyball court or in a high school locker room. No, that's not where this happens. It happens most often in the hood.
2: Or you tell me if you don't get the same message, but when I see these stories get put out there. They're also implying that the haters of trans people are the type of people that would vote for Donald Trump. Yes. Oh, yeah. Happens all the time. Of course. And most people that you talk to, they're like, hey, you can live your life however you want. I may not approve it, but you don't care anyway. You don't approve the way I live. Okay, that's fine. You're an adult. You can live life however you want. Not going to beat you up over it. Mm-hmm. Certainly not going to kill you over it. Nope. But that's what's implied. Yeah. And to say an epidemic.
4: Yeah. Well, you what you tease out the numbers when you're talking about 33, 33 since last November, year to year, 33 deaths relative to the estimated population of trans and non-binary, gender non-conforming, and um, right. group gets bigger every year. Yes. If you tease out all the numbers... That is the single safest demographic that you can find in America right now. That's currently being measured, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah.
3: That is true. Yeah. Just is very, very low. Of course. Meanwhile. That's what I mean, man. Just
2: Give me the receipts. What are you I talking had, about? I had not seen this yet, David, from CNN. They had a piece on what America's shoplifting panic reveals.
4: Oh, yeah. If you're worried about shoplifting in a major American city. Yes. um, Well, apparently that's just a moral panic that has happened time and time again. They go back to like the Victorian era where they were panicked about women shoplifting and all of this. So, yeah, CNN put out this article to explain that there really is no real shoplifting crisis in America. Why are all these stores
2: closing?
3: I was just going to say, why would I board up my store (laughs) Walgreens. I mean, why would I lock everything up? Right. If it's just a figment of my imagination. They
4: they say, although shoplifting, this is the funny thing, because they kind of try to have it both ways. It's very odd. Although shoplifting increased in some cities during the first half of the year compared to pre-pandemic levels, there's no clear national rise in shoplifting. Well, yeah, because not every major American city has lost its damn mind. Right. But if Some you places you
2: steal, you still get arrested right. for it.
4: Yeah. Then they say, you know, the real victim here, shoplifting has become a politically charged crime now that many oh, on God. the right have exploited to oppose criminal justice policy reforms.
3: Uh oh. well, that's probably somewhat accurate.
2: <laughs> well, if you take because offense that your criminal to that, justice reform has been all kinds of jackassery, yes. Are you pro theft? Is that what you're saying? Right. Let the people steal. All you uppity people on the right. Just be cool with stealing. No. You got to have laws for crying out loud. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) I mean,
3: Gucci should start uh, making bread because, after all, they're stealing it to feed the family. Remember that? Of
2: course. Yeah. Well, and to me, they tell on themselves so much. It's like they're putting up this fight. Oh, there's still like this panic on the right. You know, and it's racist. Who brought race into this? Yeah. Most of the people I know, they don't care. No, black, white, green, whatever, don't care. You can't steal. Stop you stealing. steal. Yeah. You're arrested. That's it. That's what happens. Yes, it's. I mean, it's pretty simple. You gotta pay your bills, folks. You gotta pay up. Yes. <laughs> you gotta pay for stuff.
4: That's part of it. Well, I, I like how they ended, though. They say, you know, tougher criminal policies may not deter crime. Then, then why is it that in areas where it's become more permissible? right you've seen a higher percentage increase in theft which has led. i mean i laughed out loud was it in dc where there was a there was a store that now just has pictures of the products on the shelves yeah
2: Yeah. toilet paper picture of toilet paper can't (laughs) put it out
3: there somebody will go (laughs) fetch it for you in
2: in the back room if you want it yes well california well we'll go up to 900 bucks right was that all california or just san francisco Uh, I believe that was a city ordinance. Yeah. Okay.
3: San Francisco. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the Walgreens they had to shut down. Yeah. Because I mean, people were videoing others that were just taking stuff. You just go pick stuff up, walk right by the cashier. See you later. You know. (laughs) You gotta pay. No, you don't. There. That's just it. You don't.
3: (laughs) Well, and how many how many cans of deodorant and toothpaste do you have to get the nine hundred bucks? Right. (laughs) I mean, that's a lot.
2: Uh, Okay, David, you had uh, some audio of a politician
4: in Iowa. Uh, yeah, this was at a Trump rally. Iowa State Representative Mike Sexton decided to, for some reason, lean into a Star Wars fandom. And as a Star Wars fan, this is really yes. dumb. Uh, but anyway, here's here's
1: the audio.
2: Okay. Oh, man, when politicians try this, man. you know. One of
1: my great heroes, the great Jedi Master himself, Master Yoda. Oh, no. <clears throat> Uh Uh-oh. The dark side (laughs) is very powerful in Biden. Crooked is he. Your country, he does not care. The force is strong in Trump. Win, he must. Help him, you can. Caucus for him, you shall. For without his victory, all hope is lost. Ladies and gentlemen, God bless you. Uh Uh-oh.
2: Man, what did Trump have to say to that?
1: I want it, Mommy. <laughs>
2: Dude, we're here to help, not to hurt. These dolts. You don't want to do that.
3: No. You go risk-reward there. It's a really crappy impersonation, too. It's a Star
2: Wars fan, is that very good, David? No, it's not very good. It's terrible. Yeah, you no. got to stop that, man. Mm-hmm again here to help or
3: do it for like five seconds right yeah just to establish something and then move on right yes damn
2: yeah that good all right here's a question can we save our universities an interesting answer to that question next
12: I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year.
7: I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years.
12: My hair was thinning.
7: I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress.
2: I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist
6: recommend a hair growth supplement.
7: My hair feels thicker.
6: Stronger. The breakage
14: is less.
7: Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have.
13: Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com.
14: Hey guys, listen up. Did you know that by the time you reach middle age, 50% of men are experiencing symptoms of an enlarged prostate? These can be disruptive to sleep, energy, focus, and your social life. Having problems in the bedroom because of an enlarged prostate, Prostate HX can help. A combination of powerful nutrients that have been shown to improve the health of the prostate. If you want less trips to the bathroom, a more restful night's sleep, better energy, and hormonal support, Prostate HX is the answer for this risk-free offer and free shipping call 800-671-9900 that's 800-671-9900 or go to ProstateHX.com for ProstateHX today take advantage of this limited time risk-free offer and free shipping by calling 800-671-9900 for ProstateHX or go to ProstateHX.com that's ProstateHX.com these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration these products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease
2: All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So, of course, a lot of people talked about what they've seen, colleges, universities across the country with all the anti-Semitism. Uh huh. Victor Davis Hanson, one of the favorites on this show, or at least for me. I'll speak for me. Um, wrote a piece called "Can We Save Our Universities?" This guy always seems to me like the wise uncle, or depending on your age, maybe grandfatherly type person. Just. Brings wisdom. And as he writes, and this is worth reading the whole thing, we wouldn't have time to get to all of it, but you know, some of the points he brings up that it has taken the widely reported wave of anti Semitism and violent pro Hamas protesters harassing Jews to finally convince Americans that our own hallmark universities are well centers of mediocrity and intolerance and increasingly unsafe. Said, you know, Americans have long known something has gone wrong at their colleges. They had increasingly encountered college graduates who were poorly educated in basic still skills and lacked general knowledge, and yet highly politicized and intolerant of different views and opinions. Ignorant but arrogant is a sad way to start an adult life. It's pretty true. Yeah. Said, you know, all too often college has now descended into a six to seven year misadventure that nationwide often results in only half of those enrolled ever receiving degrees nearly all sink deeply into student debt and yet for all of the borrowed tuition money few prove capable of writing analytically speaking articulately or just knowing general history and he brings up what we've heard time and time again over the next or the last several weeks that students learn to mouth accusations of genocide, apartheid, colonialism, or imperialism, but they lack the ability to define these nouns. As a result, he said, they so often name drop empty slogans in the context of supposed Western sins. Said adolescent screamers on video showed no awareness that dropping leaflets and sending text to avoid collateral death is not genocide. It's a good point. He, The guy's a brilliant writer. Um, accusatory students who scream apartheid seem to have no clue that a fifth of Israel's population is Arab, with citizenship rights that vastly exceed those in all other Middle East nations. So he also goes on to talk about a lot of these people have no idea of the history of Israel and the Jewish people, or that as far as colonialism... And occupation goes, they are clueless that the longest non-Arab colonial rule of Palestine was more than 300 years of often brutal Ottoman-Turkish imperialistic control. Nor do they have much knowledge of the repeated and combined efforts of far larger and richer Arab nations to wipe tiny Israel out. Talking about the full-scale wars of 1947 and 48, 1967, 1973. He goes on to say, okay, what can we do? And part of that, he mentions, like Stanford or UC Davis, where they canonize Ibram X. Kendi, which its own part is pretty funny. But he said, if the endowments that these universities have reached record-setting multi-billion-dollar levels, as you pointed out, David, and if the billion-dollar annual income of those massive sums are non-taxable on the pretense campuses are apolitical and teach rather than indoctrinate, then... Is it such a shock that exempted huge budgets lead to more staffers than students? And this is the stat at Stanford. Had you heard this? No. It was recently reported there were 16,938 graduate and undergraduate students, but they were outnumbered by the combined total of 15,750 administrators and their staffers and 2,288 faculty said, would it not be easier and perhaps even cheaper just to hire one tutor for each student and forego the administrators? Right. (laughs)
4: That's insane. Did you say 15,000
2: administrators? Yes. Yes. Holy cow, man. That should be a huge story today. (laughs) Yeah. So in the end, he's talking about, along with another long list of things, stop all the public money to these institutions. Absolutely. Yeah. And you have an update on a gun buyback program david
4: i just think this is funny the city of san antonio did a gun buyback over the weekend you know Mm -hmm. to get illegal guns off the streets and stolen guns off the streets they got 900 guns one was reported stolen (laughs) everything else was like non-functional antiques
3: (laughs) right exactly
2: (laughs) you can't make it up this is the markley van camp and robin show (laughs) Not quite what they
4: were looking for. Well, no. There. no. They still call it a success because, of course, they do.
2: But only one illegal gun. Yes. Okay. Your Got tax it. dollars at work. Wow. All right. Biggest story today, David? <laughs> uh, biggest story of the
4: day. I, there are uh, quite a few. Uh, did you know that actually the Biden administration has made Thanksgiving uh, cheaper than it has
2: been? No,
6: it didn't That's what the White
4: House is saying today. I went and grocery shopping Saturday. That's not yeah. true.
2: Okay. okay, I can't wait to hear the math of how they put that together. So we will get to that. And then you got your big three, Scott. Yeah. The Robbins trifecta. Coming up in just a few. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the millennial, and the sexy boomer Scott Robbins. David, I know you have a news update. I have a news update. I mean, this happens all the time. We're always bringing different things in and then comparing. And I think we have a clip of the same person, but they're different clips. Uh yeah. So if you want to go first, yeah by all means. Well, yes, Corinne Jean Pierre is uh out in front of, you know, the press today and She's taking questions, and one is about Joe Biden. You know, it's his birthday today. I heard that, yeah. You've heard there are a lot of Americans, well, well over 50%, what, 70% of Democrats, want somebody else to say he's too old. Right. Well, he is, but, I mean. She says heck no. Who said that? Karine Jean-Pierre. Oh, God, again? The best part of this, and I'll have to tell you this, once you get about five seconds in, that's when she looks down and is reading her response. This sounds like it should be this <laughs> authentic, just off the cuff statement, right? But then she looks down and is reading for a good four seconds, and then looks back up, okay. and it went like this:
6: I would put the president's stamina, president's wisdom, ability to get this done on behalf of, of uh, the American people against anyone, anyone on any day of the week.
2: Put him up against anybody. Jeez. In Again, what? David Van yeah. Camp had an update earlier <laughs> where one. he was trying to make a joke about Taylor Swift during yeah. the pardoning of the turkeys. Yeah. Where it seems he mixed up Taylor Swift and Britney Spears. We're not sure, but that's what it sounded like.
9: A ticket to the Renaissance tour or, 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 or Britney's tour. She's down in, it's kind of warm in Brazil right now. Someone died at
3: one of Taylor Swift's shows. Yeah. and They canceled one. Yes. Because it was so hot. Is Britney yeah.
2: on tour right there? I don't, right now? I
3: don't think so.
4: No. A tour of terror, maybe. <laughs> right. Britney Spears <laughs> is sharpening the knives. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's the one who killed that person at the, uh, at the Taylor Swift show. I don't know, man. It's
6: wisdom, ability to get this done <laughs> on behalf of, of uh, the American people against anyone.
2: Against anybody. And, uh, he gets confused about people. Biden he says said, crazy
3: stuff. Biden said the turkeys, quote, they can actually sing birthday to me he said that yeah that was also today
2: oh my goodness
3: they can actually sang birthday to me
2: i can't wait to hear that clip
3: Oh, buddy!
4: hold on a second hold on i'm gonna try to find
3: it it's on uh birthday to me yeah they actually sang birthday to me okay that's the headline i've I've got it
4: here let's let's enjoy this oh boy second me... it's, it's rolling yeah it's it's rolling i'm um let me do do, 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 do. all it's right a live show man and
9: by the way i it's my birthday today and they can actually sing birthday to me. <laughs> i just want you to know it's difficult turning 60 they actually
4: oh. sang birthday to me they actually sang birthday <laughs> they can actually sing birthday to, birthday me. to <laughs> me wow my two-year-old forms more coherent <laughs> sentences than the president of the united states uh oh, it's united States, right okay
2: that's true. Yeah. yeah it, it is, is.
9: Oh, this yeah. is the united states of america right? that's
2: right yeah yeah you, oh well, you had a different update from Corinne jean pierre i did
4: uh you know that uh prices down this thanksgiving they are did you know that you know, no yeah uh, at least uh compared to 2022 so that's i mean oh yeah uh here's Corinne jean pierre talking about that
6: we have seen important progress just in the time just in time for holiday travel gas prices are down a dollar and 70 cents from their peak airline tickets are down 13 percent over the last year and car rentals are down about 10 percent and as we start preparing our thanksgiving meals grocery inflation is at its lowest level in over two years with prices for eggs milks bacon and fresh veggies lower than last year in fact According to the American Farm Bureau, the cost of a Thanksgiving dinner fell this year. Prices are down for turkey, stuffing, peas, cranberries, pie crust, and whipping cream. We had a big discussion about whipping cream in the back. I don't know what whipping cream is. I know whipped cream, but not whipping cream. Anyway.
3: Whoa. <laughs> we just have the yeah what? I think a bunch of... I
9: got hairy legs. Yeah,
4: right.
3: <laughs> Dolts on the
4: planet. Yeah. Well, again, remember she was kicked in the head by a mule Jeez. as a child, and so you got to account count for that. What they they show this chart that shows these <laughs> yeah. d- decreases, and it's yes. compared to 2022. It's like, hey, right, yes. we wrecked it, and now we've wrecked it a little less. <laughs> That's right. I mean, I. Imagine this if I walked into the studio every day for a year, every single day for a year, and kicked Scott Robbins in the nuts, and then the next year <laughs> I only kicked him in the nuts every other day and asked a thank you and asked for him to thank me for it. The amount of times I'm getting kicked
3: in the squares is down 50%. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> you should be thanking me. I be. Yeah. I would think you would love that You're only getting kicked in the squares Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness for Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, my See? Gosh. I made yeah. you Tuesdays
3: and Thursdays right. great. Scott. That's right. That's right. Thank you, David. Oh, my oh gosh, You man. ready for your three? Yeah. Kicks? <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Here we go.
1: shoe.
0: It's the three most important news stories of the day.
1: I hit the trifecta.
0: Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show.
2: Every day about this time, Scott Robbins trifecta, helped by his hero. I'm Casey. Uh, Casey.
3: Another weekend by the boards. Another invitation uh, thwarted. Didn't Believe show again. Me, I didn't want to go. <laughs> I know, and you didn't. <laughs> I ask, I ask, I keep asking.
4: I'm ready. Jeez. Three. Um, Uh, Number three, the failing New York Times has a report out on learning loss due to pandemic lockdowns and, well, uh, once again, it's not good.
3: Well, it's this morning's New York Times. The editorial board there stated that, hey, you know, this pandemic learning loss is a horrific disaster. (laughs) In the thick of the COVID-19 pandemic, Congress spent $190 billion in aid to schools, stipulating that 20% of the funds be used to reverse learning setbacks. At the same time... Educators knew that the impact on how children learn would be significant, but the extent was not yet known. The evidence now is in. It's startling. School closures that took 50 million children out of classrooms at the start of the pandemic may prove to be the most damaging distru- disruption in the history of American education. It also set student progress in math and reading back 20 years and widened the achievement gap that separates poor and Wealthy children. Now, this is not news to a lot of us. We've sort of been following this for a while now. Mm-hmm. But the editorial board goes on to highlight the equally bad absenteeism. Kids just didn't go back to school. Once school restarted again, they didn't show. That was a huge issue in California. Huge, dude. All,
2: all over, but especially there.
3: So yeah. what's the solution to this problem? Well, the Times suggests more time in school and speeding up the rate of learning. Duh! Of course, we yeah. We thought of that too. However, getting it past teachers' unions a whole yeah. other
4: thing. No, the the thing you do is that the people who were loudest about locking down schools the longest <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. are fired today. They don't get to do education anymore.
3: Oh, They're dude, out. I'm hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent on your team on that one. Yes,
2: you got to go now. Well, not
3: only you that, you failed.
2: A lot of those kids are now out of school. Yes, and have gone on. Yeah, they were just shoved through. Right. Yeah. What's the answer for those kids? Twenty years setback. Wow, man, that's really something. That is now on with the countdown. All right, Scott Robbins, try the top
4: three of the day. Two. Uh, far left representative Ilhan Omar is begging people to give her cash right now.
3: Yeah, what? she's asking for donations, and she said, "Don't skip past this." Her uh, exact quote today was, "If what APAC was lobbying for, and here's what's happening, sources are now saying they're gearing up to spend a hundred ten million dollars." As part of a campaign to knock the squad out of Congress, including herself, Corey Bush, Jamal Bowman, Summer Lee, Rashida Talib, all marked for high-dollar challenges. She's saying we win because we fight for the people we represent, not Republican super PACs. Help us build a <laughs> grassroots effort to defeat them. Please, Who are send they representing? a contribution today.
2: Who are they representing?
3: the american people damn no, you not. i said right here that's what she said no, my not. suggestion is maybe maybe hamas will kick in some money to you might want to ask them <laughs> they're your buddies
2: so i understand it tell me if this is wrong there have been some hamas fundraisers that a couple of these people have been a part of Oh rashida talib yeah yeah dr
3: rashida she's got the numbers
4: Yeah, Some Some
10: people did something?
3: Yeah, they raised some money. Maybe Iran. I mean, they're supporting Hamas and Hezbollah. Why not throw some your way, too? There you go. And the countdown continues. I'll contribute to whoever's running against her, though, gleefully. The Scott Robbins trifecta, top three. And finally, one. Number one, Gen Z believes they don't need skills to get a job. Yeah, I know, at the risk of sounding like old man River here. But, you know, back in my day, we had to work hard to get a job. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to tell you, apparently Gen Z has decided that a skill set is not the most important thing you need in a workplace because morale and smiles are much more important than all that other stuff, right? That's Mm. what they're saying in social media. Corporate workers are discovering whether or not their personality hires, as this new term has gained steam. There's a 22-year-old social media strategist uh, who writes on a newsletter platform, but who doesn't, who went viral this week, labeling herself a personality hire. Her suggestion to all Gen Zers out there is you might embrace a more playful attitude at work. The term personality hires refers to employees beloved for bringing a positive attitude and seamless interpersonal skills to the office, usually to compensate for the lack of, I don't know, hard skills or productivity. We don't need that crap here. We need people who are sunshiny and smiley. I...
4: I haven't – you're going to throw something at me. I have not uh, seen the full context of those remarks, but lightening up a little bit is absolutely good advice. Okay. I mean, when you – I mean, if you have all these, you know, and unfortunately the younger part of my generation, the millennials – and some of the older Gen Zers who are walking in there, and it's a freaking HR minefield every time you have a conversation with them because you don't know if you're going to get the pronouns right. You're going to say something that is triggering or a microaggression. If you do have a young person who's just kind of willing to get along
3: and do the work, that's gold, man. do the work's the problem here, though. You understand that. No skill set for the actual job, Mm -hmm. but very gleeful. Okay. (laughs) One kid said, I'm the opposite of a personality hire. I'm unapproachable, but I do get stuff done.
2: Yeah, depending on if the other person's teachable. You know what? This is your bit. I'm not going to throw anything.
3: No, no, go ahead if you want to.
2: Okay, if you have two different people and one is really skilled at this particular job, the other person you think can get there, they're just not there yet, mm-hmm. but the personality difference is on the side of the person you think can get there, and the other person is a pain in the neck to deal with, you'll take your oh, chances.
3: I, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. If
2: you're in a 50-50 situation, yes. I'm talking even 70-30
3: Okay, as you, far as skill set. But it's on you to coach him up then. That's right. But yeah. if it's a coachable person. And if you don't coach him up, that's on you, though. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. I totally agree with that. I don't mind the get-along person. I, re- I realize that. I mean, the pain in the ass guy has got to be 100% 24-7, or is not worth it. Yes. Yeah, you, if you slide a little bit, then you, I'm done. Right. Yeah.
2: And there's no need to bring up anecdotal stories from our past on this show to prove a point. No. That wouldn't be any good. I'm sure we have a few. Oh, buddy. <laughs>
3: and there you have it.
2: <laughs> the Scott Robin Stryfek. No, that's a really interesting story. That's a conversation starter for Thanksgiving. It, it definitely is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like a buddy of mine sent me the text the other day uh, that I thought was honestly, you know, hilarious. And what he said was, um, be sure to bring up politics at Thanksgiving dinner. It's going to save you money on Christmas gifts. Follow me for more holiday tips. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Right? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Well done, Scotty. Okay. We still got another news update to get to. And Nimrod's in the news. Um, (laughs) You wouldn't lock yourself in jail, would you? Well, maybe. We'll get to it coming up.
3: 36,025. One, these are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly.
4: 36,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less and drive down expenses.
3: One, because your business is a one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth.
4: Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve
3: margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance. Absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR.
4: That's NetSuite.com slash MVR
3: to get your very own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year.
7: I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years.
2: My hair was thinning.
7: I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress.
2: I like
12: Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair supplement.
7: My hair feels thicker.
6: Stronger. The breakage is less.
7: Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have.
13: Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com.
11: This Thanksgiving at Total Wine & More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice. So many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More.
12: Drink responsibly, B-21. B-21.
2: Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update David Van Camp. White House Press Secretary Kareem John
4: Pierre uh, leading off today with a, 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 a somber, on a somber note, I should say, at the wow. White House press briefing. Um, here we go. Today,
6: on Transgender Day of Remembrance, we grieve the 26 transgender Americans who were killed this year, year after year we see that these victims are disproportionately black women and women of color. No one should face violence, live in fear, or be discriminated against simply for being themselves.
4: Yeah, I mean, you look at the stats, it is true, and a lot of times it's because they're prostitutes and they are killed by black men. She didn't say that part. No, she didn't say that part.
2: But again, there was another story. You mentioned this earlier, that this is an epidemic. That's what they say, yeah. Since last
4: November, it's been 33 that they have kept track of who have been killed. Yes. But this calendar year, it's 26, and apparently that's an epidemic. That's not an epidemic.
2: No. I mean, and every life, obviously, that's lost, murder. It's tragic. goes without saying. But it's sort of crazy when you see the different numbers of children that are sex trafficked in the united states and those numbers and it seems that it gets a lot less attention than this issue right that's jacked up man yep wow okay and on that we get to nimrod in the news
0: Roll it out. when the going gets tough damn it this is too hard the dumb get dumber all right it's nimrods in the news on the martley van camp and robbins show
2: i love the poorly educated all right. Nimrod's the news. We start in St. Louis. There's a place there called the Medium Security Institution. It used to be a city jail, but it was shut down last year. It's sat empty ever since. Mm-hmm. A couple of days ago, three dudes broke into the place. And from what it sounds like, they were just like messing around until they accidentally locked themselves in a jail cell. God, you dopes. Couldn't get out. Had to call 911. <laughs> Police show up. Uh rescued them from the cell and then promptly arrested them for trespassing. She had left them there for a couple of days, she shoved some food <laughs> under the, you know, cell door for a while. Yeah. Uh, probably additional charges too. Yeah. Um then you had a woman in Florida with arrest warrants called the cops. She was ticked because hey, somebody stole my drugs. Oh well, I want you no, to do man. something about it. Damn. Yeah, they arrested her. Then a couple guys in Pennsylvania were arrested after breaking into an amusement park and riding go karts. It doesn't say in the story, but I'll bet you anything they had a bet. Bet I win.
3: <laughs> Don't you think there's one of the guys, too, who's just doing nothing but spinning around in circles, couldn't figure out? How to... <laughs>
2: you never know. Yeah. And then, if you remember, back in January, there was that billion-dollar lottery prize, like $1.35 billion. Yep. Uh, yeah, the winner of that is suing the mother of his child because she told his family about it. He was hoping to keep it a secret. Yeah not gonna happen dude. to Matt. Them rides in the news.
4: The Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. This Thanksgiving while you're stuffing your face with turkey, We're stuffing your ears with the best of Markley Van
3: Camp and Robbins. We've got the juiciest moments. It's like a Thanksgiving feast for your ears. With Scott Robbins serving as that crazy uncle.
1: And another thing about these kids these days. Guys, it!
4: Tune in, turn up, and let the good times roll.
3: Happy Thanksgiving from the radio
2: show that's more satisfying than pumpkin pie. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show.